Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So I hope the sound is not too muffled. I tried this a couple of times, but I need my hands to uh, for all of what I have going on today. And so I have all my AirPods. I tried my microphone, but I don't like the shuffling of noise and so I'm having a moment right now and I just really don't feel like um hooking up a particular microphone which I need to but I'm sorry so bear with me I have my airpods on and I'm just going to try to get through this podcast the best that I can so um I I really and honestly and truly don't know how much information I'm going to get through. So I may have to do this in parts because this is so detailed. Uh, I wanted to do uh, my spiritual awakening podcast and I was going to do it yesterday, but my daughter called me and uh, we ended up on the phone for hours. And, you know, that's one thing I have to stress. I'm big on, um, family I I have three daughters they are all at different ages and stages in their life and anytime any day any it doesn't matter what I'm doing if any (coughs) (coughs) oh excuse me okay I don't know where that came from but um at any time that any one of my kids call I will definitely stop what I'm doing and talk to my kids. It doesn't matter what they're going through, good day, bad day, in between, whatever it is. They call me, they want to talk, I'm available. And that's just how I have been with them. So I do still have the same cards that I pulled. I do still have the same um, crystal that I have. Everything I still have right in front of me. However, energy does shift from day to day and unfortunately just because you were in that energy uh the other day doesn't mean that you're going to be in that energy today so I'm not sure I want to let me see maybe I'll do this quick Maybe I'll do this really quick. Try to do it as quick as possible because, you know, reading these cards and and it can really take you in a different direction. And I want to really, because there's so much information, y'all. Um, let me get my, let me pull the chakra stone. Let me see what energy I'm in. And then um, let me feel the energy and then I will go from there. So the clear quartz is about clarity. It's about understanding. It's about balance. Okay, who popped out? Who popped out? Okay, third eye. The blue floppies popped out. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So, the third eye. The third eye, y'all. So, the third eye is all about your intuition. And so, and so, again, I I kid you not, energy don't lie. So I'm going to leave the blue lapis out here. So intuition, your intuition is basically your wisdom, your discernment, your knowledge, trusting in the higher source. So again, you can see that this is going in that direction. So I'm going to pull... I don't know if I want to do tarot. I may pull two chakras really quick and move on and go from there. Being that I, I did pull the blue lapis and it talks about intuition. Um, that's something that comes with your spiritual awakening. Right? And 
I may, like I said, do this in parts because it is so deep and it is so much. Um, it's a lot of information to process and just understand that I am not a spiritual guru. I am not, I don't claim to, you know, associate and attach myself to, 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 to labels and all of that stuff. Understand, I am tapped in. I am very intuitive. I do have dreams. I've always been very um, connected. I've always had, you know, in, like my intuition has been on point. My dreams have been vivid. Um, I can hear people in my dreams. I can see people. I have visitation dreams. And, and I'm telling you, if sometimes, you know, when I wasn't as tapped in and as aware like I am now. I used to be afraid of my dreams. I used to be afraid to tell people about my dreams. I used to be, you know, people like, oh, she's, you know, what's wrong with her? She crazy or she making this up or, oh, she, um, oh, she just, you know, she just wants this to do this for attention. No, 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 no. When I tell you my dreams are real, like I actually get real visitation dreams from people who are deceased. Now, it doesn't happen all the time. I won't say that. It's it's just random. And trust me, I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know when. That part I can't tell you. But I can tell you that my dreams are real. Right? So, me talking, my chakra cards is all over the place. Um... So, you know, I've always been spiritually inclined. I've always, you know, felt things differently, saw things differently. I could read certain things. Like I'm telling you, even though I was in that very toxic and unhealthy situationship. um, But when I tell you, I'm going to get into that in in different aspects of uh, my spiritual awakening. But like I said, I have. All right. I'm, I'm just having a moment here with these cards so just give me one second let me concentrate and focus on these cards because I told you I need my hands okay this card popped out this is too many okay you popped out let's see what it says let's roll with it grace wow okay The grace of a higher power is with me and I move through life knowing this truth. I believe in a higher power. I know that this, I know that it is within and around me offering assistance and guidance. I surrender all my fears and burdens to a higher power. I open myself to receive grace and I trust in a higher power knowing that I am worthy. So, here we are. We are still in that same, in that same uh, alignment. We're still in that same, on that same path. So the second card, which is the second chakra says, um, I know that I am truly worthy and deserve to receive the good things in life. And I give myself permission to have them. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is time to enjoy the fruits of my labors. I am I aim to incorporate and embrace fun and joy in my life. I realize that all work and no play is a recipe for energy flow, disruption, and exhaustion. I allow myself to experience and receive more pleasure in my life, and I am flexible and open to change. I am receptive to embracing activities and events that come my way, even those I may have avoided in the past. So... I'm going to put this one to the side because that is absolutely true. However, um, when you speak of energy, a lot of the time it's past, present, and future. And um, right now, I am indefinitely in a space of rewarding myself. So let's get into the... oh. And I have to say this, today makes one year that my dog, Coco Puffs, I love her so much. I miss her so much. She transitioned. I had her um, 
for over 14 years she was with me and when I tell you she was like one of my girls she was part of the family and um you know it's a little sentimental to my heart uh unfortunately I was not able to be with her when she transitioned so I did not get to see her or be with her as she was passing away so I still um feel some kind of way however Today is her one-year anniversary of being in doggy having Cocoa Puffs. I miss you so much. I love you. Every time I see a little dog, I I, I cry. Uh, But at the same time, um, I don't want another dog because I can't handle it. Um, And then I have so much carpet in my house that I I don't want to be dealing with the cleaning and stuff like that. But other than that, I... When I say I love my little doggy, that was my when I was going through my rough days and I was going through a lot and I was alone, um, crying. Uh, she was right there with me, comforting me, protecting me, you know, curled up on my side, my stomach, my back, my neck, my feet, wherever it is that she decided to lay. Um, you know, she, that was my little partner. So um, I just want to say rest in doggy heaven to my doggy pup, my dog Coco. I love her with everything in me. Um, so now let's get into this message. So, uh, let's break it down. Spiritual. The word spiritual means relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So as opposed to physical or material things, spirit, soul, things that you can't see, things that you can't touch you know, things like that. It's not, it can't be seen. Awakening, an act of waking from sleep or an act or a moment of becoming suddenly aware of something. So again, we can't see it. We can't touch it, but we know instinctively, intuitively, that something is happening. Something is going on, right? Okay. So now when we put those words together, spiritual awakening means a subjective experience in which an individual's ego, sense of self, transcends their ordinary, finite sense of self to encompass a wider, infinite sense of truth or reality. You step out of your ego and you see things and you become more aware of the reality, the world around you, and the truth. So, let's go. And I think I'm going to do a I'm going to break this down because there's more that I want to get into in this. So it's going to be definitely a part two, possibly a part three. Stay with me. It's going to be good. So the signs, there are several signs and several things that you will experience when you have a spiritual awakening, your intuition, right? It's something that you know that's going on. Something you know is going on behind the scenes. Something that you know is happening, but you just can't make sense of it. You have a heavy sense. You have something over you. You have a feeling. It's a, you know, it's your gut, right? Something becomes heightened. You become sensitive to your surroundings, people. And then you you don't know what it is and you don't want to make judgments and you don't want to make assumptions, but you can't help but feel how you feel, right? So I'll give you an example. And this is why I said this is going to take long because I'm telling you, I have encountered all sorts of awakenings throughout my journey of spiritual awakening, right? So... I'll never forget when I, I think I, I just had, I was either pregnant with my daughter or I was, um, or I just had my daughter, my last daughter. And I had a dream that her father was sleeping with someone 
And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, I didn't hear her speak, but I saw her face. Like I saw her skin complexion. I saw her face and everything. And I said to him, I had a dream that she was with another woman. And he just looked at me. You know, he gave me this weird look like, and, you know, of course, he's laughing it off because it's a dream. You know, you can't really um, prove anything with a dream, right? Well, years later, I found out exactly who he was sleeping with. And she is the exact face. You see how, like, you like, like I couldn't see, I couldn't see, like, her eyes or, like, past like from her eyes up towards the forehead like I could just see like the face and I could see like this the, like the grin on her face like I could I, I know exactly who it was I just couldn't put two and two together you see I couldn't connect the dots and I later found out exactly who it was and it made sense and then you have that you know I'm not going in any particular order you have that deja vu moment that aha moment you start seeing signs and synchronicities. And then you're like, okay. And then it takes you back to moments and times with, where little things were said and little things was done. And you're like, hmm, makes sense. Okay. Because here's how I connected the dots, right? So remember, I had the dream. I saw her face. I mentioned it to him. He didn't say anything. Again, you know, I always keep receipts. You know, ment- I keep mental notes. I keep mental notes. Don't ask me how, but I do. So, I found out after I finally decided to, you know, leave him and thank God got him out of my life. I found out he was sleeping with her. And then, it took me back to a conversation that we had a con- and here's the thing it was a conversation that i technically wasn't really a participant in it was more so like a uh uh hey oh you remember so and so and i said he never said her name but but he referred to her or he 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 um described her based upon her son because her son actually went to the same daycare that my daughter went to and her son was a badass you know he was a troublemaker so he says oh you remember so-and-so and I said he never said a name he said oh remember so-and-so the one who, remember the girl from you know where we used to live at and she had the bad son who who went to the daycare and this that and the other and I said yeah and he says oh you know I, I ran into her and she live in Harlem now now I'm from New York I don't live in New York but I'm from New York I, I frequent New York I'm, I'm regularly in New York and he regularly goes to New York he regularly goes to Harlem right so he says oh I ran into her when I was you know I was in Harlem and I ran into her and then he gave me like this little smirk like this little funny laugh oh she said to tell you hello now I never spoke to this woman I would speak to her in passing like oh hey because you know she's from the block I'm from the block hey you know she would look at me she would get she would and i'll see here's another thing about intuition she would always give me this little side eye this little weird like like little look like like she wanted to say like hi but she didn't really want to say hi but kind of like hi bitch yeah i'm fucking your man kind of vibes i'm just gonna keep it real but you know again you don't pick up on things like that because this girl this girl how should I say it? I'm looking at her like, that's the kind of women you go and sleep with. But you see, when you are unaware and you don't know anything about narcissists, you don't, you understand that narcissists, they will sleep with anything. 
he would sleep with anybody and so it's not about comparing because again they would sleep with anybody they don't have a preference if they could lay up with you and smoke and drink and chill and get sex from you and you know whatever it is that they need to do because they're very low vibrational they would so she fits in that category if you follow what i'm saying so he tells me she's oh she said to tell you hello and then after he said it to me i kind of stood there and was like hmm again intuition kicked in but you can't put it together right because you technically have no proof okay so now when i left the narcissist and i wasn't with him anymore it was brought to my attention that yeah that's who he was messing with and then that's when it was like boom 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 ding 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 aha you have those deja vus and it all comes back to you and it all makes sense you see this is how spiritual awakening happens and when you go through a spiritual awakening sometimes you go through things that you don't understand why you're going through it until until all of the pieces connect and align and then you're like now it makes sense now i understand now i get it now i am walking in my truth i'm walking in the reality of the shit that was going on and why i was feeling how i was feeling it makes sense see how that goes the next thing your dreams become more vivid when i tell you sometimes in the beginning i used to be afraid of my dreams now when and it's and it's something that i it's something that i do subconsciously like you know how you have those dreams and then it's like soon as it's just like all of a sudden you jump out your sleep i try to stay peaceful I try to stay relaxed. I try to stay in that dream state as long as possible to receive the message because it can be a split second. You could be talking to somebody and that person will just fade away or they'll turn or they'll, you know, disappear and you're like, "Wait, what? What? What?" You're like, "And that I want to talk to you. I want, you know, I I'm a qu- person who got questions. I'm very inquisitive." And see That's another part that I'm going to get into this whole spiritual part of it, right? So, I welcome those vivid dreams. I welcome when spirit comes to talk to me. I welcome when people come to me and visit me in my dreams because guess what? It may not make sense in the moment. But I know that it is going to make sense at some point. And this is why a lot of times they'll tell you when you have this type of connection and you are spiritually gifted like this you got to keep like a notebook next to your bed so that way you could always write down your dreams because the day will go by and you'll forget bits and pieces that's how the mind is so i always write down my my dreams i always you know i'm quick like as soon as i i keep my notebook my pen everywhere every literally i have paper and a pen in every room i kid you not you know or i could be doing something and i'll say wait a minute hold on and i have to go write it down just to get the thought out because if i don't i'll lose it you become more curious about the unknown you will become more curious about the spirit world you would seek more knowledge you would want to know you would want to understand because now you know that you have a connection and like i said I always knew that I was connected in some way because I saw things differently. Very observant. I'm very keen. I listen to all of the things that's being said that's not really being said. So, when I move a certain way, I move with the knowing and the understanding, trusting the reality and the intuition that I have with wisdom and discernment, I can move accordingly. Not everybody can do that. not every listen i'm giving you free game not everybody can do that and like i said you have those deja vu moments you feel detached from people 
it'll be so confusing because you will love people and you have love in your heart for people. But once you become spiritually aware and once you become tapped in and you start to see people for who and what they are, like I said, you start to move different. So you will be slowly detach yourself from people, places, and things that you don't resonate with. And it could feel lonely sometimes because they're looking at you like, what the hell? And you're looking at them like, nah, I'm good. And then it's like a, you know, they don't understand you. Y'all can't have the same kind of conversations. You can't go certain places where they go. You can't do certain things that they do because now your vibration is different. Your energy is different. Your relationships with people, places, and things begin to shift. And these are all things that's a part of your spiritual awakening. And because you're going through all these different transformations, your spirituality becomes important. You feel like something is pulling you. You feel the shift. You feel the turn. You feel that there's some things is going on and you're like, all right, I need to figure this out. I need to understand. I need to get to the bottom of this. And when you are alone, you will welcome your peace. You'll welcome your solitude. You'll welcome just being able to sit and observe and 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 receive messages from the universe. You see what I'm saying? Receive the message from the universe. And I'm telling you, that's a powerful thing. This is why you feel tired. I, and, and I have that list here. You will feel tired. You will feel tired because you have like, first of all, you're going to have sleep disturbances. You ain't going to be able to sleep good because you 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 have like, um. you'll be just, you'll, you'll wake up in the middle of the night with all kinds of messages because when you are asleep, usually it's quiet. You're more relaxed. You're, you're not consumed with all of what's going on. So your body can now receive certain messages that you're supposed to receive. And you have to understand, those are messages that are designed just for you. Not for anyone else. Just for you. And so when you receive these messages, you have to be in a state that you can process them and understand so that way you can like I said that discernment that intuition you ever lay down and you're like wait a minute let me go check my front door and you get up and you're like oh shit the door was like you, you see those little intuitions those little things that just you know out of just nowhere like that's those things that you have to pay attention to and then again, like I said, you because you become so curious, you want to seek knowledge, you want answers, you want clarity, you want understanding, you want to know. Here's another thing. And then once you start to feel alone, you'll see the changes in your habits. Meaning, the things that you used to do, you no longer want to do. The things that you used to do don't bring you happiness, don't bring you joy, you don't feel fulfilled. You feel, you don't feel connected to those things anymore. You want to pray. You want to be still. You want to meditate. You want to be quiet. Like I said, you want to be in a place of solitude. So that way you can get your thoughts together. You know, you could be, you could feel in alignment. Because of the pulling that you are receiving, you're being pulled away from what no longer serves you. So now you're being pushed in another direction sometimes you're you're literally being pushed in another direction you start to see the people and you start to see people in the world completely different it's it's something like i said it's like 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 your your senses and your your eyes become like a magnifying glass like you start to and I wouldn't say scrutinize but you start to really pay attention to detail the intricate details and because you're paying attention to the intricate details now you can really understand certain things because there's always underlying things to everything 
There's always something happening behind the scenes. Things that's happening behind the scenes that you can't see. The things that you are completely unaware of. There's always something in motion. And here's another thing. When you become spiritually awakened, your empathy increases. When I say your empathy, it takes a certain level of being awakened to be empathetic to people who hurt you, who betrayed you, who tried to destroy you. Because understand, right? If you are empathetic, being an empathic person means that you are opposite from the ego. So people who are in the ego, they cannot deal with or handle or they are not yet there ready to go through a spiritual awakening because when you are in the ego ego is all about self ego is all about self has nothing no care for anyone or anything it's all about self but when you become empathic you could step back you could step outside of yourself and you could see things and see people and see the world for what it is and you feel a sense of sorry you feel sorry for that person you can feel their hurt you understand their pain because you understand the root of their problems the roots of their trauma the roots of whatever and not that you're excusing it not that you are pacifying it not that you are okay with it but you understand it because you know that that person is deep rooted in whatever it is and you become empathic and you actually feel sorry for them and you're no longer angry you're no longer mad at them you actually feel sorry for them and that leads into the next one of having compassion you have compassion for them because you understand why they do the things that they do why they say the things that they say why they act the way they act you understand it but you also want to hold them accountable because you're letting them know let listen i understand why you are doing what you're doing i get it but that's still no excuse you see because anybody who is in a space of ego will never hold themselves accountable. You see, this is why you have to understand that empathy is the opposite of ego. And this is why you have a lot of narcissists who are ego driven. Narcissism is an ego driven personality disorder. And again, you become more curious about the unknown. So, let's break this down. Usually, a spiritual awakening occurs after you have some sort of life-altering event. Meaning, something that has happened in your life that has impacted you so much that you had no choice but to have your spiritual awakening that aha moment right so let's think about all the things that could happen to you that could cause you to have a life altering event you could have a threatening illness you could be in a car accident or someone you know is in a car accident you can go through a divorce you can go through a war an actual war a pandemic a midlife crisis you could have a mental health crisis depression anxiety all of those things and you can have a near death experience right So let's break this down. 
I, at 13 years old, I grew up in a very dysfunctional and toxic home uh, environment. I grew up in the hood. When I tell you I seen everything, I seen everything, and I mean it. When I was 13, I got shot. A friend of mine was playing with a gun and accidentally shot me. I was temporarily paralyzed. I had to learn how to walk all over again. And by the grace of God, I made it. Think about it. I was 13. Again, I've always been very clairvoyant. I've always been very tapped in. I've always um, had this calling on my life. I always knew that I had a higher purpose. And I always knew that God kept me here for a reason. Right? So, let's do the timeline. 13, I get shot. 15, two and a half years later, I had my first child. 15, I became a mother. I am literally still a baby. I'm literally still recuperating. I had, uh, because of where I got shot, the bullet had actually hit my spinal cord. And it had chipped a piece of the bone off my spinal cord. So I had to have extensive surgery. And I had to do a lot of, um, there was a lot of repair that needed to be done. So to my bladder, to my, you know, to my intestines and my back and things like that. Like it was extensive. So I was in the hospital for literally two to three months just recovering. And then, like I said, outside of that, I had to do physical therapy, learn how to walk all over again. I went from a four a prong, a four prong walker to a three prong cane to a cane. And every now and then I still do limp. I do have an occasional limp. If the weather is bad, trust me, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? So those things never go away. Those types of injuries, you will feel it for the rest of your life. So now let's go. The 13, I had my first child. 15, 13, I got shot. 15, I had my first child. Here I am, a mother, still going through life, a teenage mom, you know, my my daughter's father uh, wasn't really active, an active participant in her life. Okay, I'm still doing the damn thing. I'm still, you know, living, surviving, hustling, working. I'm about my business. I'm, I'm getting it out the mud. I'm still going to school. I'm graduating college and I'm still living my life. And then, boom. I get into a very toxic and unhealthy situationship with a narcissist that damn near took me out. When I tell you, I was with this man, or dealing with this man, because I can't say with, I was dealing with this man for over 20 plus years. And when I tell you, the mental health, when I say I went through depression, I went through anxiety, I went through the overeating, the undereating, the sleepless nights, the, the stress, the migraines. When I say the list of health conditions and things that I sustained because I was in this very unhealthy dynamic is very real. It's very real. And I say all of that to say, we just, we went through a pandemic. We literally went through a pandemic. And because I was constantly busy working, kids, the school, the house, you know, just trying to survive, trying to pay bills, doing everything by myself, even while with the narcissist, taking care of my kids, paying, like just always on go, 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 still trying to take care of myself, still taking care of my parents, my family. Like I had everybody on my back. You know what I'm saying? When you see me, I don't just take care of me. I take care of everybody in my family in some way shape or form you know what I'm saying so I am the most responsible one so everybody comes to me bills get paid things get done what paperwork get done I'm the one that handles business I stand on business family first so you have all these responsibilities and so my daughter's father got sick with cancer my oldest daughter father got sick with cancer life-threatening illness and he was I think 44 at the time 45 yeah he was about like 44 45 at the time still young still young and he was dying diagnosed with um stage four lung cancer and he only lived about once we found out the diagnosis he only lived about two months 
So let me see. Um, yeah, he only. Let me see. We found out October, November, December. Yeah, he. Yeah, he only. He only lived like two months after that. It was, it was so progressive, and he progressed so bad. And when I tell you the last conversation that we had, that was when I realized the fragility of life. All the things that I have been through, and trust me, I'm leaving out some things, but all the things that I have been through in my life, even being shot and almost paralyzed and possibly losing my life, and I, I was in minor car accidents and things like that, but it was not until when I saw him literally on his deathbed, not being able to do anything, no medication was going to bring him back, no chemotherapy was going to bring him back, nothing. When I tell you the shift and perspective that it put on my mind, because he is the first person and the closest person to me that I ever witnessed pass away. Now, I've had friends that I've lost because, you know, they, they were shot and things like that, but I wasn't like physically there. You know, I physically watched this man deteriorate. I physically saw him on numerous occasions and every time I saw him, it was worse and worse. And when I tell you the reality of it sets in, this is why they say the truth and the reality when it sets in, and then I started to have those deep conversations with myself, the introspection. And I said, if something ever happens to me, what's gonna happen to my kids? Who's going to take care of my kids? I could not trust their father to take care of my kids. The 20 plus years that I was dealing with him, he showed me nothing. And the things that he showed me, when I tell you reality set in, and I had to wake up and I saw the truth and who he was and what he was, and I started to become curious and I started to ask questions from the, his family, they wouldn't give me the answers. When I started to do my research, I thought this man was bipolar. I kid you not. I thought he was bipolar. I thought he, you know. And then I stumbled upon narcissism. And when I tell you the shock that came over me, the spiritual awakening, how I realized that God, the spirit world, was protecting me from things seen and unseen, and when I tell you, when I was started to have those deja vu moments, those dreams, the intuition, all of the things that started to just kick in, it went into overdrive. And when I tell you, it was like ding, 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 those bells just started going off. When I tell you, the awakening, once you see certain things, you can't unsee it and this is why they say when you see people for who and what they really are it will scare you you will become detached because when they talk about heaven and hell we think that hell is a place that you have to go we think oh we're going to die and if we don't do the right things we're going to go to hell no you deal with a narcissist that is hell because you are literally dealing with the devil. And this is why so many people, after they leave and break free from a narcissist, if they have successfully broken free from a narcissist, keyword, successfully, they become spiritually awakened. Because you understand now that you were literally dealing with demonic entities and forces and spirits that you did not know existed a lot of people don't ever become spiritually aware because they ignore their intuition 
They ignore the red flags. They ignore their dreams. They ignore the signs and the synchronicities. They ignore the things that's happening to their to what's going on. They ignore the truth. They don't want to see reality. They don't want to deal with it. They rather just sit and close their eyes and ignore it and act like it's not happening. And this is why a lot of people are afraid of a spiritual awakening. Because a lot of and that's why I say several times, a lot of people don't make it. A lot of people don't survive. And this is why we have lineages, generational curses, generational, and it's about curses. It's not a generational thing. It's generational, yes, but it's not a curse because people are refusing to be accountable and they are refusing to spiritually awaken their souls and their spirits. So they become dead inside. They literally become dead inside because that's what narcissists are. You see, when you, in this life, we all have two paths. We have a path of, and I wouldn't even say righteousness, but you have a path to become, it's available to all of us. It is there for all of us, but some people choose not to. That's walking in your light, in your love, in your purpose, in your truth, in your authenticity. So many people are comfortable with being in the dark because that's all they know. It's comfortable there. They don't want to change. So they are comfortable with being on the dark side. So when you talk about spirituality you talk about spiritual awakening it is available but so many people choose not to awaken to the truths and to the reality of life because you begin to see life differently when you become spiritually awakened because you have you understand that you are connected to something you are connected to a higher source you see But when you are not connected to a higher source, what are you connected to? There's no in-between. People can lie to you and tell you there's, oh, you know, there's... No, there is no in-between. You have to pick which side of the fence you want to be on. And this is why most people, when they become spiritually awakened, they detach themselves and they stay away from people places and things because they understand that those people places and things are not healthy their spirits are not right their auras is dark you ever get around somebody and you just feel like you don't know what it is but that person's spirit just feels off and then they start speaking and you're like yeah uh uh-huh that's why Your spirit don't lie. Your energy don't lie. Birds of a feather flock together. And it's all by design. But it's up to us to figure out which way. Not everybody will ever reach spiritual awakening, I'm telling you. Not everybody will. Not everybody. And that's why they say you have to leave them. You have to leave them behind. And if they come to that awakening, they come. But if they don't, there's nothing you could do about it. They chose their side. And you see, you, and this is where that, that empathy and the compassion comes from. Excuse me. That empathy is you, you want to help them. You want to show them like, hey, you know, it's peaceful over here. Hey, you know, it's beautiful over here. Like, there's so much more, you know. It's so much more. You become so grounded. You know, you you become peaceful when you are walking in your spirit. If you ever encounter a person who's spiritually awakened, it's a sense of peace. It's a sense of healing. They have a sense of calm. They are not interested in material things. They're not interested in the mundane things of life. They're not interested in the physical because they understand that those things mean nothing. You can have a big house. You can have a big car. 
You can have the best job. You can make all the money in the world. And guess what? And still not be happy at peace. You could travel the world and still not be at peace. This is why you see so many celebrities. What's going on with the celebrities? Pay attention. They have the money. They have the means. They have everything at their disposal. And they're still not happy. They're getting divorced. In loveless marriages. They're not happy. You can't seek that type of stuff in people, places, and things. Those things that you are seeking is from within. And if your spirit's not right and your soul is not right, your mind is not right, your heart is not right, you'll never be in balance. You'll never be in harmony. You'll always be running, seeking validation seeking things in other people that's narcissistic that's why narcissists need an endless amount of supply nothing ever satisfies them nothing nothing that they do the drugs the alcohol the women the men the sex capades the, they can do it all and still never be fulfilled because they chose not to be spiritually awakened so I'm going to leave that there and I'm probably going to come back with a part two because there's so much more that I could talk about and break down I hope this message uh, gave you some understanding some clarity some motivation and understand healing Spiritual awakening is scary, but it's worth it. And I'm telling you, when you start to you when you start to do when you take those baby steps and then you get to a place where you can start walking with confidence, then once you are confident, you can start running. And then once you start running, you'll start rejoicing because the joy that you feel internally is priceless. And nobody can take that away from you because you did that. You earned that. You did the work. You put in the work. It's yours. Wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.